0: Hello gamers, welcome to Last Time Online, uh, the show where a group of nerds basically just talk about nerdy things. I am George, and then we're joined by Lewis, Max, Alvaro, uh, Justin, and Jonathan today. And, uh... We usually like to start this podcast off by talking about things that have been taking up our time over the last week or so and I can start first and I think I'm the only one that plays this game but I have been into Guild Wars 2 because the new expansion has come out and that is probably like one of the games I've been addicted to the longest. I also started Peacemaker, that show is very cool. (laughs) <laughs> I can go on and on about, that. I can go on and on about that show. And I've also started a horizon, uh, horizon forbidden West, which I think it's a very long game. So I am taking a break from it and I have not finished it yet, but that is how I'm going to start my show. Um, who else wants to step in and talk about like what they've been doing?
1: I'll go pretty much with the same as George. I've uh, been playing horizon for a little bit. I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. But other than that, um just finished the second season of righteous gemstones on HBO which is an awesome show that people should be watching but they don't cuz you're all horrible it's a good show check it I out wish
0: I, I wish i could even say that i've
1: i've only seen it like you know scrolling past to find like peacemaker on the, HBO the the the, like, first, have... <laughs> the the first season was okay but the second season was like super solid the whole time that's an endorsement there <laughs> It's better than the first season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you don't like the first season, then you might not like this because it's like more of the same, but to me better. That's about all I've done this week. Yeah. But you, Jonathan looked like you were ready to say something. I've been working in baby mostly, but
2: I've been really digging into the triangle strategy demo. And I have a couple different. Oh, saves. From the,
0: is that a, is that an open demo where are they, are they keeping it out until the game launches or. Yeah. Is it like yeah. A time the game- thing.
2: The game comes out on Friday and it's pretty much a pre a prelude. So it's the first three chapters of the game and your save carries over. So it's the actual beginning of the game and you can cap out, you cap out a level five, but there has already been one major decision where I'm like, Oh man, is this going to be like this decision actually changes what happens or is it going to be kind of like Fire Emblem Three Houses where you make decisions, but the plot kind of is the same no matter what you do? So I'm curious on how much the um, the conviction system really changes the outcomes of the game. And I got a couple of of tabletop books from Kickstarter. One was uh, Into the Fae by... A YouTuber called a uh, uh, Dungeon uh, DM Lair, and then I just got the PDF yesterday for uh, La- Avatar: The Last Airbender tabletop RPG. It's oh. uh, the early preview. It's pretty much the final, the final book PDF. They just have to add some like art, so but all the content is like the final version. And so I've been kind of like going through that. Kind of, I mean, it's it's like D and D, but Avatar and the combat system's a little different because you you only need two d six instead of all the other dice.
0: Actually, I remember seeing that on Twitter, and I was like, you know, interested, obviously, because I love Avatar. But I was thinking like, if it if it's going to be like another one of these projects that like people are talking about, but it may not even release, or it may like release like years from now. So like, I kind of just threw it out of my mind until uh, yeah. apparently it's out already. That's that's cool.
2: Yeah, Caitlin. It went, it went pretty quick. Um, and the game, I mean, it it gives you settings for not just, you know, the two shows you have, it's the first setting is Kyoshi. Um, and then the second era is, um, fucking fire that, not the fire Lord, the dude, the fire, the avatar before, uh, Aang. and then yeah, Roku avatar, Roku era. And then, um, there is the Thousand-Year War, which is the gap of time where Aang was missing. And then there's the the Aang era, which takes place after the show and after the comic books. And then the, the last one is the Korra era, which takes place after the show and after the comic books.
0: I remember reading about this. I just... I just didn't think I would see it so soon, actually. Actually, the yeah. first time I heard about it was probably like four or five months ago. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, something to look forward to in like a year, year and a half from now or something.
2: I don't know when I'm going to get the actual print copy, but uh, when I get the physical copy of the book, because that's what I I got, they just PDF. It's like a data right. playtest PDF. I'll have to show it off because the art I mean, looks...
0: Ca- count me into your tests. I mean, don't, don't <laughs> just... Don't just snub me like uh, like you did with D and D. I've been well, I've been living here. We're living we're here for re- a year we- now. No no D and D invites. So we're
2: well. We've been in. I see how you meetings. act. We we are possibly invite you starting. when you leave. Yeah I know. <laughs> hey we can we can always do it over over Discord. Be <laughs> like hey George you want to play D and D oh looks like you can't make it so oh. <laughs> you have to drive all the way to Atwater though.
0: I know. All right. Okay, so, Justin, anything you'd like to share about, like, what you've been doing the last week or so?
3: I have been playing a couple things. Pokemon on the Switch, new RCS game. Okay. Getting my ass beat by giant alpha Pokemons is not fun. (laughs) Uh, I've been playing Lost Ark, and then I've been doing the new... The Lost Ark is actually a really fun game. It's like you just get lost in the game, and you don't know what's happening. And you look, and it's like, oh, crap, it's been, like, five hours.
0: That's a that's a good MMO that can I, make you sink time into it like that.
3: Yeah, and the, like kinda like the kinda what we have kinda talked before is like you can kinda just play like at any time and you don't feel like you're behind at any yeah. time. Like it's kinda great.
0: Yeah, I haven't been playing it that much, then, but uh yeah. I do admit that it I, I think it's um a good and smart design to I, I consider it like uh the, the developer values your time. You know, they don't they don't try to purposely like sink they don't purposely try to make you spend hours and hours of their game just for the sake of like getting to a part that you want to actually do. I'm looking at you, me, world. You <laughs> suck.
3: <laughs> hey, a lot of a lot of people expected Lost Ark to fail, but I was on the on the train where you know what? It was already kind of like already like founded in a different like part of the world, and it's already been playing for a couple of years. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to give it yeah. a try. Worst case scenario, I stop playing, and that's what it was. But I've been playing, been channeling my inner Dragon Ball Z character and yeah. shooting commands. And it's right. free. So Yeah, and it's free. So like you pay you play it, you don't like it, well you just uninstall it. That's mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. And then uh I have been playing the new WoW patch cuz it, it just came out. So I have been playing that. Wow.
2: <laughs> and I think I think we need to have like a queued up Owen Wilson sound
1: effect just I was just thinking of that too. Why? Right, Alvaro just did it.
4: <laughs>
0: like like, like yeah. this week, I was playing. Wow. wow. It just it on the wow. <laughs> soundboard. <laughs> okay. Uh, <But. laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry if I cut you off.
3: No, no, I was just going to say, but that's about okay. it.
0: <laughs> and, Alvaro, I think you have some interesting things about hi, what you've been hi, playing. Hi.
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, I smashed through Horizon. It's really fun, I'd still be playing it, but Elden Ring just came out, and what little time I have, I've been devoting to it. And it's uh, it's really interesting for an open world game. I don't think um, I've played something like this before. I know a lot of people compare it to something like uh, what is it, Zelda Breath of the Wild, yeah. So, I mean, I never I didn't play that game, so I can't really make a comparison and say you know, other than you know, there's a big open world, you <laughs> ride a horse. And you have a sword. <laughs> but um but uh, <laughs> other than that, it's like, you know, like prepare to die a lot, but you know, that's half the fun and just running around getting your ass kicked. And um yeah, I mean then I have uh Grand Turismo seven to look forward to this week. Hopefully that turns out well and I'm sure it'll be very shiny and pretty. I'll be taking pictures in photo mode for sure.
0: Are you a big racing game fan?
4: I've played all the Gran Turismos except for like the PS3 ones, I think I didn't play five and six, but I have played yeah. all. Of them. Something I hear about, but yeah, I, just, like, I
0: mean, something I hear about racing games uh, quite a bit is that like uh, racing games probably are the first <laughs> games that like show off like the graphic capabilities of consoles. But oh, the, yeah. the thing, the big thing is though like yeah. there's not a whole lot of racing game fans, you know. Or I, I can't say that I don't want to alienate like the racing game fans here, but but I, I would say that like. Um, Especially like Gran Turismo, and I I can't really say with certainty either. I've only played like an, a very old one. I, I think I think to for racing games to break into like the um, I guess like a bigger audience, they kind of have to appeal to more to like an ar- arcadey style, you know? Like okay, yeah. Um, like I know Forza Motorsport is like more like a simulation, and I, I know like it takes like a certain kind of person to to really get into that and put a lot of hours into that kind of thing. And I think more people would like prefer like a need for speed type of game, you know.
4: Yeah, that's why Forza yeah. also has yeah, Horizon, Forza Horizons. Well, yeah, that that one's,
0: that's what that's the game that I look at when I think of like a racing game that tries to appeal to
2: like a, a broader audience. I just wish and, uh, the steering was more forgiving in those games. Like what was that last the last racing <laughs> game that we got for PlayStation Plus? Like was it for February or January? I don't I remember which it? one it was. Dirt maybe dirt. That's dirt the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I tried playing that and I kept crashing into the walls. No matter, like, how, like, if I let off the gas, if I hit the brake, when I'm, like, every time I take a turn, it's, like, yeah. I'm, like, It'd be, I like it. And, and yeah, there's, no, there's no, like, demos, to, <laughs> like, uh, no, no <laughs> tutorial in the game to show you, you know, how to properly you do. You drive. Well, yeah, but it's, it's like, there's there is a finesse <laughs> to it, obviously, but... They there should at yeah. least be some sort of like a little tutorial because like, literally it just throws you into the game. Like while like while it's like downloading stuff, it does like the first test track and you just race on that same track over and over and over again till the game decides that it's done loading and you can actually play the whole game.
0: It'd be nice to have like a like a Mario Kart mechanic, right? Where like there's invisible walls on each side of the track.
1: And <laughs> you could just hold down the gas button and then guy you do it. Yeah, and and burnout slam burnout into stuff. nothing. No, oh, I Damn. I want I
2: want another game like uh, Burnout Paradise.
3: Wow, yep.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just I know. said
2: that. Yeah. But, yeah, but well, you mentioned it, but I'm saying like there hasn't been another Burnout in a long time. Like an actual, like they did some like smaller releases, but mm-hmm. they just all they did was remaster Burnout Paradise, and that's
1: it. There's only one racing game we need. Split What's second. That?
2: Second, that was a glorious okay. racing
1: game. I thought you were gonna say didn't a sequel to Fast and Furious. I haven't played it yet because <laughs> I don't want to pay more than ten dollars.
2: <laughs> wow, you know, man. all you got to do just uh, hard it, put it on your wish list on uh, Steam, and when it drops down to two dollars, it'll let you know.
1: Don't let me know. No, but Split Second <laughs> is a glorious racing game. Mm, I Disney. loved it, and it didn't get the best reviews, but it was one of the more fun racing games I've played.
2: That was PS3 era, right? Like yep. late PS3. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's too bad Disney
1: killed that studio. It's like I if Michael only... Bay made a racing game. I, I, have, I have a <laughs> question. Imagination uh, from there. <laughs> <you> know,
2: <laughs> uh, about I'm, I'm like
0: I'll, Immediately, a movie started going through my head. Like, oh, are we going to make a movie out of this? <laughs>
2: <What>? They could. <laughs> they if, very much if, could. <laughs> what's your question? If, if the cars and Transformers didn't transform, pretty much. Yeah.
0: You know, like, that kind of that kind of brings uh, like I mean, Uncharted kind of recently came out, right? Like we're thinking about like movie adaptations. Like mm-hmm. why? How come? How come we haven't made like movie adaptations for like racing games? I feel like that'd be like an easy way to to if make no, a,
2: a no, movie no, about, about, about a video game, right? <laughs> nobody like Need
1: for <laughs> Speed. Was that a movie? Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I totally forgot uh, about that.
1: As with with Pinkman from Breaking Bad.
3: Yeah. The movie oh, okay.
1: hard. Okay, you totally you, okay. You
0: totally uh, disproved <laughs> me then, because I was like, that's like a totally, that's an easy way to, to make up a, a video game movie that could be good, because like there's no story to the to the, uh...
1: Well, they're usually to give is it a story.
0: That was the problem, huh?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just, there's always something wrong with players. video game movies.
3: <laughs> I feel like, uh, with people trying to make racing movie, they kind of just think Fast and Furious, so it's like kind of hard to beat that. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you think yeah. Do you think every racing movie is going to be compared to Fast and Furious automatically and be doomed yeah, to yeah. fail?
1: Oh, well, it's yeah, it's it's hard to to be as great as eight masterpieces, nine masterpieces, That's nine. nine. <laughs> I forget
4: the well, ninth what? one. What is <laughs>
1: I know this is Hobbs like a of no. There was no real car stuff in Hobbs and Shaw. Boo! I
2: know it was those still are great. Why it, was great
3: though. it was still great. They call me Michael. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if? What if they they Gran Turismo did a movie and it was not like an action oriented thing? It's like one of those like drama. Like what was that? That that Ford movie that it uh, was, Ford it was versus a Ferrari.
1: Yeah. Yep. yeah. If it was or, a movie or... like that,
2: like a like an actual serious movie with like good actors. And it was just like about racing, like, like professional racing. Mm. And, and, you know, they use the Gran Turismo license to, to get like bomb ass, beautiful looking cars and then focus on the cinematics because that's <laughs> what Gran Turismo is, is, pushing the limits of the pretty and being a, an awesome simulator. So might be doable. I don't know look how many forward. people would be actually interested in that, though.
1: I look forward to Alvaro's report because I think he's the only one that's going to play that one by next week.
4: <laughs> probably, yeah. That's yeah. all I looking forward to though. Just uh, I know it's going to look pretty, and like I'm going to take of pictures of it. So as far as the racing goes, like I'll <laughs> get last,
1: gonna last. Get it, it'll, it'll, that's, that's,
4: He's yeah. going to get
1: last every race, but it's going to look beautiful. I expect I your Twitter to be blown up.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but.
2: I did see that game is going to be only like if you're not online, you can't play it. So I wonder how that's going to work out in the long term because I've seen I've seen articles. I don't know if you I know we we don't all really play racing games, but there's a I, I guess this is just a thing that happens with racing games. They get pulled down from like e shops and pulled out of stores sooner because the licensing for the vehicles runs out, and so they have to stop selling the game, and it's. So they don't have quite as long a longevity as you know a typical regular video game. Yeah. So I don't know how that's. I know gonna... it's been a. I mean, yeah.
0: You kind of brought up like a topic that I think I've heard you uh, say a few times, and not not just you. I've heard like some people uh, mention this of uh, how games are kind of requiring you to be online to play them. I know some people are against that, um, especially in this chat. I personally don't <laughs> care, but I mean. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Like going into the future, do you think we're going into a future where we have to be constantly online to play the games, even though they're downloaded onto our systems, or
1: shoot, we don't even own them? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's how. I think that's how the future's going to be. It's just I don't think they're going to go backwards very much. I think they shouldn't do that, though. I mean, most people do have internet but i mean there are those people who don't have it so they should be allowed to at least play a campaign or at least like a side by uh, couch co-op racing or something like that like i don't think they should have to be online
3: yeah i
0: i, I can agree with that too I'm, I'm also thinking that you know a lot of games right now um are released probably like imperfect you know games i don't know a single game recently that i've had to like play and i've been able to do it without like a, a day one patch or something like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i think i think most games are kind of released right now with like a day one patch kind of required almost i think what what was i think i think horizon forbidden west even had like a like a
1: crazy gigabyte yeah like download on the first day right something like yeah, that yeah put the put yeah. the disc in and i remembered why i kind of don't like modern gaming I was ready to play it. I was ready to play it before I went to see Uncharted, and I just sat here as it downloaded the. How I don't even remember how big the the patch was, but yeah, it's nonsense. You almost have to do it like a day in advance before you actually want to play the game. And yeah, for sure.
3: Maybe they do that to promote. Um, like, uh, what's it called? Digital uh, the digital copy. You know what yeah. I mean? So I mean if they got the digital copy, then they're already kind of patched in with what nah, you still, you no, still, they, still with the, the they
1: still yeah, they still have to do the patch too. Yeah. And I, I
3: mean I personally
1: don't Oh, I was just gonna say
2: it's kind of a blessing and a curse, right? Because like back in the day you have an old game and if it would, if it if it went gold broken, that shit was broken and you couldn't really do anything about it. I think I have I have an old DS game that I never really played because it had a game-breaking glitch where pretty much you couldn't advance in in the game if you if you got it like and it was like really common. So I was wow. like, man, there's no point. But so now you can they can patch stuff after you know the game goes gold and it starts printing on discs. But
1: I mean, I'm not um, I'm not against patches. I'm just I know that it's a thing that's always going to happen. I'm just against an immediate patch as soon as I get the game. (laughs) And also... Let the game be broken for a few days. Let me play it and then fix it.
0: (laughs) Also, too, like, um, if we're talking about disks and stuff, too, I think very quickly, I think even currently, um, the capabilities of the new consoles pretty much seem to brag that they they operate at a faster speed than probably the disk can read the, the, the game, right? do you, do you f- follow what i'm trying to say like uh like playstation for example was like trying to brag that like their their uh ssd architecture was like so fast that like it would load graphics faster or something like that right and mm. i would th- i would think that like right. uh that would require the whole game to be sitting on the ssd so like, even if you buy the disc like it has to be kind of downloaded in full to the ssd and mm. you know with with patches and everything like that i i think Kind of the requirement to have that disc in the, in the console at some point is just like a like an ID, like hey, like yeah, we have a valid ID here, now we can play it.
4: Yeah, it's like yeah. a DRM check, I
0: mean what, what Xbox was trying to do years ago, but nobody, everyone hated it. <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> <they're>, I think <laughs>
2: they're ahead of their do. time. People still do hate it, but I mean, I think they just kind of accepted at this point. But I mean, yeah. it isn't that's how it was with Halo Infinite, right? There was people complaining that there the, there was actually no game on the disc
0: yeah i don't know i i can't relate i have game pass so i (laughs) Um, i'm i'm like (laughs) He
4: doesn't pay for
0: games (laughs) i don't know do i do i own my games i don't know like do i (laughs) i mean i mean yeah i mean no the answer is the answer is no but like uh like the what i was like really trying to ask myself when you asked me that question was like do i care and like i'm i'm and then like so i was trying to think of myself like do i care that i i don't own the games I mean, technically, you can if you wanted to. Like, with Game Pass, I think you can buy the game um, for, like, 20% less. But, yeah. At this point, I'm just getting into
1: details that I don't think anybody wants to know about. But Are we sponsored by Game Pass and no one told no. me? You can just no. flash
2: that that uh, that uh, Game Pass logo over, over Craig. No, we're giving them... <laughs> this
0: is free coverage for them right now. We need to cut this out. We're acting like amateurs over here. We need, mean, <laughs> yeah, we need sponsors.
2: We need sponsors. We need sponsors. That's where it is. that's good. The sponsor, sponsor square. Right. But I mean, even even gaming pass game pass aside, like there's a call to question if we even own the games that we're buying. I mean, if it was up to the companies, we don't. It's just they're giving us permission to play it, right? A lot I mean yeah, I guess. You, you say about the, the the PS5 games, they're pretty much when we get the game. We're installing it on so it's not running off the disk so it can load faster, mm-hmm. right? And the patches. Right,
4: right. Um, when you're asking
2: and then when you're there's asking whole... if we own the game or not. Like
1: I don't what... I don't think we ever actually fully own the game. No. <laughs> yeah. But what I what I was asking
0: though is like when, when you're asking the question, uh do you own the game? Uh, what do you want? What what does it mean to own the game? I guess. This is getting too deep, I guess, but is yeah. it like the ability to share it with somebody else, like like PlayStation was kind of advocating for, like last generation, like we're, I guess at the beginning was, of PS4, that, <laughs> uh, PS4, I think it was PS4, yeah, like where they Good were actual. saying they were saying like yeah. you own the game because you have the ability to like physically give it to somebody and share it with them and they can play it, right? I guess that's mm-hmm. what I guess that's what people kind of perceived uh, like owning the game to be, right? Like they had they could give it to whoever they wanted to to borrow it or something like that now you can't do that with digital games but like you guys said too like you don't really own the prop like the property of it i guess you could say because i mean it's not like you can resell it you can only like share it with somebody else right so i guess i don't know does that question matter to you guys like
2: kind of well, i mean i don't I,
1: I don't know if video game licensing is the same for movies but that's how movies are the digital copies like if the studio decided that they don't want to have it on the streaming service anymore like if the contract's expired they can totally remove it so that's why there's a certain part of the internet me included who are physical media people because if something's off of streaming and there's no digital version of a movie then you just can't watch it at all but i don't know if that's how video games are you guys could probably tell me that one it's kind of going
2: that direction i mean you look at the the big complaints with Nintendo with them shutting down the eShop on the 3 ds and the Wii U they a lot of those games they're not offering a way to play them again, so it doesn't transfer to your switch. Some of those games once they close those servers they're they're gone forever because they're not doing virtual console they're Nintendo's about controlling what you play. And I, and I know they're probably the most like open about it. (laughs) I mean, Microsoft is doing that in a more subtle way and is like, oh, here's all these games. You don't own them, but you only have to pay like 15 bucks a month and you can play them whenever you want. Like you have access to that. They could pull a game at any time and you can't play anymore, but you don't own it. Sony has been kind of not doing great things in the customer space. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was their similar mentality not yet not yet
0: there's there's like heavy heavy rumors and leaks that they're going to do something but
1: um, well, yeah. i mean like actually I, I wouldn't talk about that i i wouldn't consider game pass like owning anything to no. me that's more of like a streaming on demand service yeah though so, i mean i, I i'm t- like for movie wise like i'm talking about like if i bought a digital copy of a movie on amazon Fine. and then they lost the rights and the studio pulled it then i'm she did out of luck pretty much.
2: Yeah, and then that's that's what's happening with the 3DS and the and the and the Wii U. I mean, the Wii U, I can understand it was a failed console, but there's a ton of people that have 3DS, they still play that. The only real advocate for the Wii U is that there's so many games that like old Super Nintendo and old games that you can't get anywhere else, and you can get them really cheap because to buy physical You'd have to pay a hundred plus dollars because the physical game market is really inflated right now because you because of the way that that modern gaming is and you if you want to talk about owning just like a movie, if you want to play a game you want to be able to if you physically own a game, pop it in and just be able to play it with the patches and the installs if it's required online even if you buy a physical disc, if the servers are down and it requires you to connect to a server to just to play a single player game, then that's you just that's a waste of space I, I, I can understand multiplayer, but at the least let let solo player campaigns or you know have some offline multiplayer options available for when servers go dead because they will eventually go dead.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I feel like sports games are really the only ones that you can do that with, right? Where you can still play. With friends offline,
2: yeah, yeah, I think the couch um, co-op
0: thing is kind of disappearing. I was kind of, I
1: was thinking of that. um It's kind of unfortunate,
0: but at the same time, I, I definitely don't do it as much as I, I used to when I was
2: younger.
3: Nintendo's the only one. I feel like the only. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like the only developer that does that is Nintendo because they still have the games like Smash Bros. and Mario Kart and Mario Party and. All of the Mario,
2: all Mario sports. all the sports games, and I mean, even some of the more recent Mario games. You can at least do two two players or four players together on one screen. It's
3: chaotic, but you can do it. And then you get games like uh, the cooking one. Oh yeah, Overcooked. over-cooked. Yeah. that game. Over-cooked. Uh, that game's just frustrating. I,
2: dude. I, I think. I think for the best, it's going to become a thing in the future where our best options for more freeing gameplay is going to be outside of the triple game space. I mean, that's, that's not news to anybody, but you get more innovation and more, less controlling by the developer. Cause they just want you to play their game. So they'll give you all the stuff you want and more for a much cheaper price. And usually yeah, a lot it'll of still games be kind of are really good.
0: It'll still be kind of controlled by, uh, well, like the, yeah. the bigger game companies though. Right. Like, um, like if i if i wanted to launch an indie game on on xbox or, or or playstation um somewhere down the road like they can ultimately say like that the game has to be online i think that's a real thing
2: yeah you know, I what, think... I, you know what i'm trying to say like mm-hmm. yeah yeah l- yeah I'd, I'd say of all the platforms safest purchase like, if, if you want to know that you're going to be able to play your game in 10 years, it's probably on Steam. Because I can go log into my computer and go play Portal 2, a PS3 game, and it's still there. All the games that I bought in the early 2010s or before are still... I mean, I'm still able to play, as long as whoever developed it didn't pull the game. But for the most part, Steam's pretty consistent.
0: I'm still not sure about that either. Like, to me, it looks as if it's still... Almost like it it depends on whether or not the platform is going to allow it, you know, because I think Steam could easily say, like, we can't launch this game unless you're connected to the Internet, too. The same as Microsoft and Sony could, and Nintendo. I'm not as familiar with Nintendo, but um, I think the same thing could still happen with them.
2: I think the biggest difference is is that you don't have to pay for an online subscription to, to do that. Like, I mean, Nintendo's $20, but PlayStation to play online for a playstation and xbox you still have that yearly fee all you have to do is pay for your internet your 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 isp and you can play games online so you're going to be online anyway i think what is it 30 days you just have to connect up like once every 30 days for your steam account or something like that and you can still play offline
0: to like sync up and stuff yeah
2: yeah because you still
0: do them it sounds like we're we got into like an offline versus online uh, discussion (laughs) How about you, I, don't know. Lewis,
1: I, I just, I just think it should just okay. be an option to be able to play some stuff offline. Not to do the mm-hmm. whole thing. Just give an option to, to be able to do something.
0: What about you, Lewis? Do you have any input on, on like this offline versus on online thing?
2: I think for certain stuff it's okay, like for single player, but for like mm-hmm. multiplayer stuff, and I think it's like, it's for sure like online only. I know Nintendo does a good job with the multiplayer, the uh, couch co-op stuff, and that's what like they're really strong at.
3: Yeah,
0: I wonder why um, single play- I mean, I-, I know it's ultimately just like up to like the, the, like Sony, for example, with like the Forbidden West, but I was like wondering why, why does Forbidden West need a 50 gig? Was it 50 gigs on the first day? I feel like it was a lot of gigs <laughs> for like the that, first man. day patch. It was 50. It was big. 50, really? It was, no, it I, I don't know about 50. Uh, I don't know about 50, but it was like,
4: it might have been like 80 yeah, or 20, something, something like, like that. that. But that's
0: still a lot. That's like a full game in some places. It's I waited like,
4: a while for the update.
0: I don't know why a single player game would need something like that. I don't know. Maybe they just never intended to. Maybe they just never, they, maybe they didn't package the whole thing all together. You know, they, they wanted people to download like a half of the game or something like that.
1: Uh, According to the internet, it was 18 gigabytes. That's a lot. The, the the day one. There you go. That's a lot for day one for a single player game. (laughs) I mean,
2: it was still having bugs though, right? What was your guys' experiences with the game as far as like, The technical side, because I know there were some complaints of like falling through the map, you know, like general the same bugs that you you get. Uh, That performance mode was was busted, was straight busted.
4: Uh, I probably asked
1: Georgia Alvaro because I didn't play until day four, and
0: I won't do any. I won't say any spoilers or anything like that. But I did play. I did play in performance mode, and I only witnessed two bugs. Um, One of them was kind of bad because. It was, like, um, after some cutscene, I needed to talk to these NPCs uh, after they walked to a certain area. And they just didn't walk. And so since they didn't walk, like, they never got to their location where I was able to talk to them. And so, like, that main... It was a main quest, too. And, like, the main quest was bugged, and I I couldn't continue. And I tried, like... I tried reverting my save. It didn't work. Um, But when I turned off the game and turned it back on, then I had to, like, kind of re-go through that whole cutscene again. And then they, they walked that time. So that's what i would consider like a game-breaking bug you know it, it was still a simple workaround i guess and then there was another instance where i wouldn't consider this a huge bug but i did notice like some character models just like disappeared in one of my cutscenes, and it was kind of just like drawing i was like oh whoa, whoa, that, <laughs> that, was,
3: that was that was like a little bug
0: <laughs> <Like> these, <laughs> these people just disappeared and that's kind of like the only thing i i noticed uh, i remember when i played the first horizon i noticed that there was like a lot of popping with mountains and stuff so this for this for forbidden west game seems to have less bugs than what i remember in the original horizon game aside from that one game breaking bug that i told you about i don't know if anybody else experienced bugs but mostly it was it was pretty good for me but like max or alvaro i don't know if you experienced any bugs while playing forbidden west.
1: um the only one that i've noticed is when i'm sneaking up and i use my staff to convert pretty much make my own horse mm. Mm-hmm. i've noticed if i sneak up behind them and do it she'll like stab the air behind them and <laughs> yeah. then it'll do thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. but but other than that like i really haven't noticed anything too bad but like i said i didn't play till the fourth day so i didn't play those first few days where i'm sure the worst of it was happening
0: these are the bugs that i noticed after the 18 gigs that i downloaded so <laughs>
1: well, s- same <laughs> same yeah, <I> But overall, I think
0: that game is. We can talk about this too if you guys, if you guys want to. But because I think Forbidden West feels long to me. I think I played for like thirty hours now, and it's it's feeling like I'm getting exhausted of this game already, and I haven't even <laughs> completed the story. How
4: long did, I did it
1: take you, Alvaro?
4: It took me forty hours or so, um, with just a, just a few um, side missions here and there. Nothing. I mean, yeah, it's probably. Sony's biggest game, but honestly, not even their longest because Days Gone took me a lot longer. Oh, yeah. I feel just going by memory. Yeah, Days Gone takes a long time, and like that's so why I never went for the Platinum. It's on worth it. Like, no thanks. Yeah, see, so it's like I mean, and it's really up to like if you want to play an open world game. Like, yeah, people will complain about something like uh, Forbidden West, and but you know they'll spend you know as Justin was saying, he'll go all night playing Lost Ark. <laughs> so it's like it's really like if you want to do it, put your time into it, yeah, you will. But I mean, I get it if you don't want to, you know hear a bunch of like space people I think it's, talk to you or whatever. So. I think
0: it's just frustrating for me because I like the first one so much. I can't remember how long it took me to, to do it, but I think the frustrating part for me is that I actually do overall like the story of this, this new game too, but I just want to get through it. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I <laughs> want to. Like, <laughs> I mean, you
4: can't play on story. You can play on story mode. Just take it down all the way Yeah, I get. I guess that's true no problem. too.
0: You know, like, and I've done. I've done side quests. You know, um. So I mean, but it's not like I. I, I don't truly believe that I could have been where I'm at like that much faster because the, the story, the side quests that I've been doing, I feel like I have had to do because I got, I fell behind in levels for the story. So I. Like, I feel like the story is giving you like a it's like a soft time gate where they, they they're kind of like forcing you to go do side missions so you can level up enough so you don't get crushed during the story missions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have done side missions, but I feel like I've been pretty focused on the story. And yeah, like 30 hours in I'm pretty I mean, what, I'm I'm where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah.
4: You said you're 30 hours. Uh, you're. I'm assuming you're past the gate and stuff. You're in the west.
0: <laughs> yes, I have like the part where it splits into like three story, the story options, the three story options. I okay. just completed yeah, all yeah. those uh, splits, like all the all those story. Yeah. You did all. I through? just finished that, and and then that's that's where I'm at.
4: You're almost done. You're getting there. You're it's getting
0: there. It's feeling exhausting, yeah. though.
4: I would say just power through. Yeah
1: like,
0: <laughs> like if I, I can compare then this then i still to, have
1: a long way to go <laughs> yeah,
0: like if i can compare this to um oh, yeah. to uh the last of us part 2 so that game is is really linear right and i love the
1: story on that game too but that one also felt really long to me the, to me La- La- last of us 2 didn't seem that long to me like there's that jump in the middle where it kind mm-hmm. of made it stretch a little bit but once i got used to that part it was fine after that so there's like a I'd say about an hour or two in the middle of that game where it was starting to wear on me, but then it's just like a different perspective to the story. So I was back into it.
0: Yeah, the reason I brought it up was because I'm, I'm starting to feel like these Sony games, which I, I, I think the Sony has the best stories in video games um, in general right now. I'm feeling like the stories are a little bit too long to support the gameplay. And what I mean by that is I think the gameplay gets tiring before you finish the stories in these games. You know what I mean? Like the Last of Us Part Two had really long cutscenes, and the probably like the longest cutscenes that I've seen in a video game. You know, where you could have probably split it up, but then you would have had to add more gameplay to, in to support <laughs> that, right? And then even more gameplay would have just made the gameplay even more tiring to me. So that that's where I'm at right now with these uh, uh, with these long yeah, games.
1: I'm I'm only like ten hours into the game right now. I'm already noticing the video game story mechanic of you have to do this, but to do this you're going to have to go get, this, go get this go get this go get this and then i'm just like i don't know but yeah like i got to the point where it's like i i know what i have to do but in order to do this i have to go here to do this then i have to go here to do this it just seems like it's just already stretching itself out a little bit yeah but i'll keep I've, going because it's fun. Fun. i'm exactly
0: i i think i know where you're at i i that was a point in the game where i was thinking the exact same thing as you are is what you just said like yeah, as soon, uh, as, soon yeah.
1: as the character said go you have to like get all of these things i kind of just went oh <laughs> but it is a fun game so i will keep going
4: yeah yeah that's a thing like um it's very much leaning into the witcher 3 kind of uh way of doing things especially with side quests like they'll have like their own arcs and stuff like that but um Yeah, like I said earlier, if you're not into something like that, like if you don't care about Eloy and all her friends and all her adventures, then maybe it's not for you. And not every game is going to be that way.
2: Yeah, I I mean, it's and it's not even the worst of of the open world games. I mean, in those types of games, you have to be willing to just explore and enjoy the world. If you're just trying to get through it, sometimes it can be a slog. But, I mean, have you played Just Cause?
1: No, I stopped.
4: Yeah, (laughs)
2: like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I, I couldn't... I, I think I put, like... I I I tried, what, Just call just Cause... What was the most recent one? Four or five? Four. Four. four, or five, four. four. I I'm mean, like, I tried three back in the day, and I had fun with it for a good amount of time, but it's just, like, it's so big, and there's so much to do that yeah. it's too much. Yep. And the newer one is the same way. And it's, like, you have to go destroy shit to get... <laughs> like, it's... And it's, like... Oh my God! In progress, yeah. So, yeah,
4: yeah. That's why I never touched the newer Assassin's yeah. Creed or the new Far Cry. I'm like, I just know it's like a map with like all these little icons. I can't even if you want to clear them. It's gonna take you 200 plus hours. Yeah, cries on the
1: inside when he sees all those icons. I
4: can't even with
1: Ubisoft <laughs>
2: anymore. Like their games. Like I, I played the last Assassin's Creed I played was Assassin's Creed Origins, which was a really good game, but I felt like. How I felt when I played Assassin's Creed, the original, the first one, where it was like the world was really detailed, but it was just like boring. Uh, Origins is much better than the original Assassin's Creed, but I, I still had like times because they made all of Egypt, and I'm just like, oh my god,
4: yeah.
0: You know, coming from like an app development background too, for myself, I feel like games are starting to like adopt the the mentality that they need to, like. Keep, your, keep their users on their game for as, as long as possible, right? Yeah. Um,
4: engagement, engagement, right? Like,
0: like TikTok has to, uh, you know, they, they want to keep their, uh, like, videos short because it can become addictive, right? To, to be able to consume, like, so much information in so little time, right? And, like, that's what's addicting to people. It's, like, almost like gamifying, uh, like, an app. But, um, but games are getting even better at it, too, like, at their own game because, like, uh, with these open-world games, they can put, like, something in my other games we call it like squirreling, right? Where like something catches your attention. Um, you know, from like from like the movie up, you know, like when the dogs yeah. a squirrel and they're like, yeah. oh squirrel and they go chase after it. It's kinda like it's kinda like games are doing that to people now too. Like, oh here's a story quest. And then like um like if I use a uh, ghost of Tsushima for example, right? Like the gold bird will like just like fly right in front of you and like take you somewhere. All right? Well, actually, like, yeah. like oh yeah, squirrel.
4: Like, <laughs> so egregious I call it every time. Squirrel, every let's time. go chase so, after no.
0: this bird, right? So like I, I think now I don't know what what incentives uh, games have to do this other than just like being able to brag that like people are playing it for a certain amount of hours. But I feel like that's that's a direction that a lot of games are going in right now. I know I I can understand with mobile games right because they have ads in their games, but I don't know about like these AAA
2: games like why they feel the need to take up so much of our time, you know, to, to play the whole the whole live service option. Or a model, I should say, not option. Well,
0: live service, it makes more sense, too, right? Like um, yeah. like Apex, I feel like, um, you know, the longer you get people to play Apex, the more likely they, they are to, like, use your store, right? But, like, with Elden Ring, I've heard Elden Ring takes a long time to finish, too. Or like Forbidden West, where it's like a single-player experience in this open world. I wonder what incentive the game makers have to, you know, keeping people on their game for such a long time, you know? Even though, like, all the good part is probably, like, in Forbidden West's case, probably, like, 40 hours or something like that. But I I don't know. It's it's it's, a
2: question. I don't have the answer. (laughs) I think it's a value thing. Because if they're going to be charging $70 for a game, right, they can't just give you, like, a five-hour experience. Or... I mean, 10 hours, I think with a good online and people are willing to accept that. And so they want to create something, they want to make it big. They want to make it really flashy and kind of long so you can justify your $70 purchase. I think some people think that way.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that too, that I think it's just, they think it's more bang for your buck that you're right. more likely to spend on something that you can play for a longer period of time than something more condensed and short. Yeah,
3: I was gonna kind of say the same thing. To what, what, at what point is a game too long?
2: You know what
3: I mean? where you're like <laughs> depends. To where you're you're like okay, like you guys are already kind of saying, oh well, I've been playing this game and it's kind of like it's only 40 hours and it's dragging yeah. on. But like Elden Ring's supposed to be like what 80, 86, 90 hours? Right? What yeah. I heard, yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, so like at what point where you're like, well,
2: it's it's yeah. and it depends on the how fun the game loop is, right? I mean, I I have games on my DS and when I had I mean, we all had more free time when we were kids, but like Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced Two, I have over a hundred hours poured into that game. And a lot of the other Pokemon games, same thing. Like if the game loop is fun, then you're gonna wanna put the time into it. But as soon as you start getting tired, that's when you put the game down and you move on to something else. But I mean, everybody has different personality types. They can get addicted to, to games. And there's always some people that pour all of their effort into a single game instead of divvying it up between a bunch of different stuff.
0: I, I see the argument for that. Like, um, like you, you want to get like, the best value time-wise out of the game, right? Like, it's a matter of, of time spent on a game per dollar, I guess you could say. Right. I think there is an argument for like shorter games. In my opinion, like one of the best games that I played in the last few years, um, I think I played it like a year and a year and a half ago or something like that. Was Hellblade? That that game was eight hours long, a linear game, and I thought that was a great game.
3: How much did you pay for that game?
0: Uh, game pass.
3: But uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's, so, like me. Me and John kind of had this conversation the other day where it's like we were kind of talking about like. Game length, and we're like, well, you can't justify spending like seventy dollars on a game. Like, example for like Kirby, Kirby, most Kirby games you can beat in like three or four hours. It's just because they're just that easy and they're they're just fun, and you just they're just that easy because they're meant for like you know. But are you gonna justify spending like sixty bucks on a game you beat in four hours? Yeah, you know.
2: And Kirby, Kirby's difficulty scale is all over the place. Sometimes it's stupid difficult, like the older ones, and sometimes you just breeze through it. There's there's no in between on
3: those things. That's just kind of how I see it. Like, I, I get like games are like long, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put like a hundred hours, and I guess don't enjoy playing for very much for very long. Then I get. So, is that
0: the metric? Like, is that said. the metric though that game that that game company should should use though, like to justify their game being a certain amount of money, right? Should it be like the time played that they use as their metric, or should it be like obviously it's, it's it has humor, something right? to do with with the time? But it, I would argue that it should it should be. The, the metric should be leaned a little bit more towards like just being fun. Right. And like a, a good
1: story and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, it kind of yeah. goes back to what Jonathan was saying. Like some people find that stuff fun to, to I put see. time and to do everything in an open world game. There's people who like to do that. Like, I don't think there an a, a concrete answer on how long a game should be because everyone's everyone's tastes vary. people like different things. So there's always going to be people who like shorter games like me. There's going to be people who like longer games.
2: I, I have a question that kind of pertains. Who here played Skyrim? Nope. Nobody? No, nobody? I played of it. it, but never beaten it. Never finished it. Yep. Never <laughs> finished it. Because like that's a game where people have literally put hundreds of hours into it. And so like, that's a good yeah. example of, I mean, a lot of people like Skyrim and how big it is and how much there is to do. But yeah, I, I mean, I tried it. Just too much. There's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- and yeah. also, uh, I think the the gameplay loop and the design of the game. I think this is kind of like a habit I've gotten into since got it. Uh, I've got a DS where Nintendo designs their mobile games in a way where you can play them in chunks. And so you're playing, and then you have to go do something else. to close the clamshell, and you you go do something. You come back to it, so you don't have to. Worry about you know it doesn't feel like you're putting a ton of time into it when you're just playing in chunks and a lot of a lot of the the DS and the 3DS games are like that. Switch still kind of has that feel though. The games aren't they're still they're really big they're less chunk, but the fact that I can I kind of lean towards my Switch because even if I'm playing a game like Triangle Strategy, which I've only played the demo and I think I've already put something close to 20 hours into it maybe it's probably 15 into just the demo. Um, and you haven't put one penny into it yet. the <laughs> <As a> deal, <laughs> I put one penny into it, yeah.
4: Are you buying that on Friday? Are you picking that up for... uh,
2: I really want to, sale? but it's not, it's not even more of like I need to wait until I'm out of escrow. Black Friday. I <laughs> want to get it to cheer cheer <laughs> it, like He's once I get to
1: Black Friday.
2: Once I get my uh, into house, my house, then uh, th- I can probably buy it, but I have to wait. money
1: on video games again. <laughs>
2: I have to wait until after April, at least to play triangle strategy or to buy it.
4: Oh, damn.
3: <sighs> What's it? I actually seen uh, an ad for triangle strategy. It was online for, it was just some game sale that they were having on, on uh GameStop, mm-hmm. And triangle strategy was actually on there for like $10 off before. GameStop.
2: Yeah. I noticed a lot of places are doing that. The The physical stores like Walmart, or throwing stuff $10 off to get you to buy it in-store instead of buying it online on Amazon. Like Pokemon Arceus was, was $10 off on launch day. I think that's that's probably how brick and mortars are going to survive at this point is just be like, hey, if you make the trip, you'll save 10 bucks. And getting it in-store is actually sometimes faster because if, you, if you're off, you can wake up first thing in the morning, go to the store and get it and play right then. And if you get it on Amazon, you might have to wait till 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon before you can even start installing the game but that's that's a whole nother discussion
1: (laughs) i think we already kind of had part of that discussion
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we did that
2: no i meant like on the you know buying it on amazon versus in store
3: but you you were kind of saying about having you kind of just kind of like pick up and go with your switches i mean it's currently what i'm kind of doing with Mm -hmm. pokemon it's like i'll play and then i'm like oh i gotta go do something else and then i stop and then I come back and I'm like, oh, right where I was. And just pick up, you know what I mean? Because I don't even have to like power it off
2: or whatever. And you take it to work and play it on your lunch. Go sit on the toilet and get a 20-minute game session before you have to, to wipe. Zoom on the Switch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wonderful uh,
2: mental image. And and you can play it in the car too. And is this something that we, me and Justin used to do all the time as kids? So I think that's why I've always like leaned towards mobile gaming over console. I mean, I still like playing on console. Don't get me wrong. It's just... It's hard to get the time and not be bothered at home and sit down and play a game as opposed to if I'm not driving, I could sit in the passenger seat and, and play for an hour on the long car drive. Or if I'm at work oh, on a break, you know, you need to get one of those Teslas with the autopilot and start playing. Switch hey. in seat. Oh, man. Hell Yeah. <laughs> You no, can even sponsored. play games on no, the Tesla sponsored. on
0: the Tesla screen. I'm a I'm I'm such a noob. I'm like average, giving free advertisements to all these companies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <That's such> a... <laughs> Speaking of open world games, though, how's how's Because I don't know. I've heard mixed things about that game.
3: I find it very fun. I find like I'm always running out of materials, which kind of sucks. But I also have too much bag. I, I'm running out of materials, but I also am running out of bag space so like i pick up everything but like it's not necessary you need everything Mm -hmm. (coughs) so it's like i have a bunch of materials that i don't i don't need and it's like well i don't need to do and
2: then you can't you can't toss them because then you're like well what if i need them
3: yeah but i think the only thing is like right now the other day i was actually going through my pokedex and kind of not deleting pokemon safely releasing them (laughs) because the only way to fully complete your pokedex is like no it's not like one of the original games right where you just catch it you you see it, you catch it, boom, that's it. You have to like fight it or like catch a multiple of them um, so you can like see what their strengths and stuff are. So once you've caught or battled or seen them do a certain amount of moves a certain amount of times then you've actually fully completed it and it's at one point where i caught like i have like 15 charmanders and i'm like well i don't think i need this many
0: see when i hear that i I feel like that's like a cheap way to like from a development perspective right like i feel like that's a cheap way to get people to play their yeah fluff like getting
2: people to play their game longer just by having them do repetitive stuff (laughs) but you know and i've seen this thing like a lot of people like doing that shit like a lot of i've seen like reviewers talk about it it's it's like tapping into like that addictive part of your brain where you're like you just go wow wow throw and you're like oh i gotta catch 30 pokemon so i can i i learned this thing about them or they have to use this move certain amount of times and uh i'm heard somebody
0: make the argument that um have you heard of the game cookie clicker
2: yeah yeah (laughs) so so
0: yeah. So apparently people love doing that on all, all the game is is C- cookies, cookies will babies. pop up on your screen at uh, screen and then you click it and then bam, that's like it's like instant gratification, right? Like you did the right thing, like <laughs> clicking this cookie, right? And then just, and what do you get rewarded with more cookies to click? <laughs> so you just keep clicking these cookies. I might play so, that right now. <clears throat> so when, yeah. uh, yeah, so when I, I've heard somebody make the argument that like a good game will pretty much give you the same type of, um, satisfaction, right? So like uh, when when games have like just little things that like all you have to do is go over there and click it or all you have to do is go over there and pick it up, it, it gives like the user some kind of satisfaction, right? So, uh, so like to... when they say it, yeah, so when when a game successfully like uh, taps into that like addictive gameplay kind of style, like he'll he'll like uh, take a a picture of like the Cookie Clicker logo and like the game of the game that he's comparing it to, like Guild Wars Two, for example, like the one that the, the game that I play, he's like. What's the difference between these two pictures right here, right? Like, tell me the difference between Guild Wars 2 and Cookie Clicker. It's the same
1: game. Because all $5. you have to do is go <laughs> around and...
3: Never mind.
0: <laughs> oh, Cookie God.
1: Clicker's
3: $5. I just
1: looked it up on Steam right now. It's $5. He's
2: not going to get yeah, $80. Supports so it. little guy. So you manage it. <laughs> I love the, the upgrade games. Like I used to play like this, this Flash game where you were like a little elephant and like the whole the whole thing was like there was to get achievements. And like as you got achievements, you would get points and you would upgrade like the interface and like the gameplay would like upgrade. Hmm. But just like, I, I think, you know, trophies are in, and, and achievements are one of those things that we talked about that, that developers use to get people to stay in their game longer, right? And it, yeah. it, it taps into that other addictive gotta gotta get everything mentality
0: i think i would say that um like trophies and achievements are, are a little bit different i i feel like those are a good thing that were added to like the game the game oh space. no definitely because uh on, on one hand like yeah you can make it so people just like grind and stuff like like you get this trophy once you've um you know fallen for a, a billion miles or something like that right so people will just get on top of houses and just try to keep falling or something there's that type of achievement that i guess is kind of weird and kind of triggers that addictive gameplay kind of stuff on the other hand i think achievements and trophies could be used to reward people to do more exploration type of stuff right like maybe not a lot of people go and experience this cave right like because it's not part of the main story but at the same time maybe there's like a developer out there that put a lot of time into making this little side story for this little cave that not a lot of people see and there's an achievement for that and in that case i think totally is a totally cool thing that was added to the games
1: to so, to go back to the cookie thing real quick, I'm on the Steam page. There's a review <laughs> yes. uh-huh. for this game. <laughs> I have to read it. It just says, "I click cookie, serotonin go burr." <laughs> <laughs>
4: well Five stars. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> understands. He understands the game for sure. He fully understands. Sorry, I didn't mean to backtrack to the cookie yeah. game, but it made me laugh. No, I think it's relevant though. Because yeah, we we were talking about like, well.
3: To kind of go back to like the whole Pokemon thing where kind of agree like hey if it's it's something you kind of do enjoy like you kind of get lost into it right because like I was telling Jonathan that I've played probably like 20 I have like maybe like 20, 20 to 30 hours into it and I'm not even very far like because I'm just sitting there like ooh. There's a Pokemon right here, and then I explore where I shouldn't be explored, and then I get Hyper Beam by a level sixty Alakazam. squirrel,
0: and then uh, bam, well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then it's like you should not be here, and then you just get wrecked. And then I'm like, well, this is what I get for exploring.
2: So that that yeah. old uh, <laughs> that old Family Guy uh, reference with James Woods, where they trap him into the crate. Ooh, piece of yeah. candy.
3: Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. That's what happened, man. I was like, ooh, there's a Mr. Mime. Ooh, there's a Mr. Mime Jr. Oh, Alakazam. Oh, not good.
1: I understood some of what no, you I'm just said.
3: Mr. Mime I, or Alakazam. Those words I didn't get. I understood everything else. Okay, yeah. No, it's 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 kind of the same thing. I feel like you try to explore, and then you kind of get not good. I, but I, from what I've heard, Elden Ring is kind of the same, because I, I actually have some friends yep. that I play WoW with that who are like, they play it and they stream it, <laughs> and there's one guy who was playing and wasn't where he should be and then he got like two shot by something some like sand monster. One shot is- yeah he got like by some like yeah. mo- some sand mobster that looked like um uh, octopus with feet the land octopus yeah it was so weird the- those twitch streams oh,
2: are hilarious because it's like what? all these dudes playing the game they're on the exact same spot and it's just death death you know yeah
0: I I have I do have something to say about Elden Ring. Okay, I'll start this off by saying I don't think I want to play this game. But Mm-mm. have you?
4: <laughs> have,
0: so, but I I have seen some people stream this game on Twitch, and have you guys uh, gotten those? Um, I forgot where I see it. I think it's on TikTok or like Instagram Reels. But have you seen those ads where it's like somebody's playing a game, and then it's like a simple game, but they're messing it up on purpose because like they want the the viewer to be like, oh, they should have done this, I could have done that, right? Have you seen those ads? You know what I'm talking about. Kind of.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I, I feel that strongly when I'm watching people play Elden Ring, and I wonder if it's like a tactic, like to to get people to play it. Oh, like yeah, because I like, I could do so yeah, much I'll, better. I'll, I'll, I know. I, I'm watching these guys, and I was like, I can't believe these guys are like. I have never played the game, but I I, I know for sure like spamming the dodge roll button can't be optimal for a gameplay, right? Or like I I know that like spamming like your attack button can't be optimal gameplay. Or I know. Like automatically rolling backwards every single time we dodge can't be optimal gameplay, right? But I, uh, yeah, that's if anything gets me to play the game, it's going to be that like me being frustrated at watching people play the game because they look like they're bad. <laughs>
1: but, Is yeah. Elden Ring like the Demon Souls and Dark Souls nonsense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's like horrible. that. It's, uh, just like Demon that. Souls made by with story by Jay, uh, George R.R. R. R. Martin, but apparently yeah. not that much. Oh yeah. That, that totally came out on
0: the, on, on Twitter recently, huh? That George R.R. R. Martin actually. Had he's it.
2: doing
1: everything but finish his books. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> <he's our> they, <laughs> apparently <laughs> the developer said that they, they scaled back like his involvement in the story. So that way yeah. it wouldn't be, I don't know. Was it, uh, so it wouldn't be too convoluted is- or so it's, I don't know. They, all I know is in that their he, words, it was a, a marketing ploy, is what it sounds like to me. It there
1: sounds like what they were getting a, there at enough, was... There's not enough wiener. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds like what they were getting at was that like he, he didn't have like ideas that would translate very well to video game gameplay, you know? I know. I, I, think just, I think that's it, what they officially said. But yeah, I kinda, I'm kind of i kind of on the side that it was probably just a
2: marketing ploy in the first yeah, place. Yeah, to did they, to they just
1: bring him on? on to use his name? Maybe. Like, yeah. I don't know.
2: I, th- I think I think story cause... style probably didn't match the game either. Like specifically the Dark Souls type of gameplay, yeah. like I don't think it would translate.
1: But yeah, if People it's like that de- it. de- if it's like that
3: Demon Souls nonsense then that's most definitely not for me. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It's not going to be for you, man. I had the, one of the, the one of the dudes that I play with, he's playing the other guy there's like three of them playing and he's like hey why don't you put stats in your your ability or your like your person and he's like oh i didn't even know i could do that
4: <laughs> oh my god so he's, he's
3: walking around and getting like one shot i think Holy it's shit. it's turned
0: into a twitter meme at this point i think uh that like people were like uh i'll like from software makes this thing and then george r, r. martin just came in comes in and just names it named it and that's pretty much his involvement <laughs>
4: that was yeah his, pretty much
0: that was his uh that was like hey, the twitter joke uh the last few days. <laughs> uh,
2: Alvaro, do you have the Berserker sword in Elden Ring? I do Yeah, no. the, the one that, that it was supposed to be. the They made it look like just like the sword from Berserker, correct? Like as a dedication to the author because he died last year. Yeah, I not that my,
4: one yet. I'm very early on. Like My, my
2: massive, co-worker, so
4: he went out of right his
2: way there. to get the sword and apparently... It requires so much strength and weighs so much. Like he had to unequipped everything, so he's like pretty much rolling around with just a sword and underwear.
4: Just yeah, sword. yeah,
2: yeah, because because it, it's okay. too heavy. It requires a lot of strength, but it's also too heavy, so he can't just, wear anything. Can't just wear. get him blade.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> what else do you need? The true barbarian that he is meant to be, right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Be honest. Like the only reason I might have bought that game was because oh, right, I, right. I i, I kind of wanted to see what george r r martin would have done like as as like a story kind of thing turns out like that's very very little so
4: yeah it's much more of a lore thing and not yeah. a story thing it's like yeah. you're gonna get it's like a, a naughty dog like you no know, story kind of thing yeah. it's much more like overworld like there's a few characters here and there but it's nothing that's going to be yeah. you know sort of like bolt to you, you to just which is what like
0: it. is typical of like the the old uh, from software games already right like in the Souls games, it yes. sounds like yeah. all the lore is pretty much in in text, kind of collectibles or like tombstones right. or something.
1: Never listen um, to the hints. Never listen to the hints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to go back to <laughs>
4: yeah, community
0: just like so to go back to your question earlier, Max. Like, is George R. R. Martin doing everything except for writing his books? Yeah, uh, the answer is no. Apparently, he didn't do hardly anything on this game either. He was just, he was just so they just wanted to use them. his
1: name, pretty much. Yeah, he just wanted yeah. to get paid for
0: his name. Maybe George R. R. Martin wanted an excuse for not finishing his book. He's like, "Oh, I'm super busy working with this from software game." Over here. I would have like,
1: finished my book, but I had to work yeah, on this video
3: game. But I, I had to, I had to name these crabs over here. arrow to the knee. With that, I kind of just think of the the Drake meme where he's like, you know, where he's pointing at something and he goes like the face where right, he's like, "Finish the book," yeah. Oh, and then he goes, "Yeah, Elden Ring."
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, we've been. Uh... Talking for a while now. Um, does anyone have any closing thoughts about anything we've spoken spoken on before we close out the podcast?
1: I have a question I want to ask you guys really quick, and this has to this will probably tell you where I was sure. in Horizon. But, <laughs> but has has any swimming mi- mission in any game ever been fun?
0: Oh man, that's a that's a conversation,
1: nope. man.
4: <laughs> or should like we wait
1: moment. till next? Should we <laughs> wait till <laughs> <laughs> next week? That's like the meme, right? <laughs> that like that like it's no, no water level has play. ever been fun <laughs> because i, I did i i had just done one and i did not have a good time and yeah. i realized that i've never actually really had fun in any underwater thing in a video game even <laughs> yeah.
0: going back to mario i think that's a meme let's, right let's
2: like it's it's not even a meme it's just true yeah like <laughs> let let max let's <laughs> introduce you to the water temple in uh orca of time no, because okay. that's that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> so
0: I I remember when they showed this game, uh, like they when they first um you know had the, the gameplay trailer for this when they were doing some underwater stuff. So since everyone saw water, people were like, "Is this going to yeah. be the game that makes like water water levels fun?" And my very first water level in this game, I was like, "Nope, it's it's not fun. <laughs> it's not." <laughs>
1: Well, that'll show you how much i don't pay attention to yeah. gaming stuff on yeah. the internet because i didn't know that that was even a thing that people complained about i think i know where you are in the I game now there's, too
2: there's oh, like I, an yeah. inherent anxiety that water levels give i think
3: i feel like because water levels are kind of so hard to balance you know what i mean like, I feel like you get why into it, like full
2: 3d space right yeah
3: i feel like that's why it becomes yeah. too hard to make it actually fun and like a good environment to play in
2: it's it's not even just a space too because like if you, you can go even back as far as donkey kong country that that shit sucked too <laughs> showing your age there guys. but it's it's uh, <laughs> uh but <laughs> i was
4: gonna bring up <laughs> Whoa, yes yeah. that's like <laughs> water levels. yeah well, I even, love- yeah that's even even the about.
2: super mario brothers the water levels of yeah. bloopers are so annoying but okay. it's like the floaty the floaty physics i think is also what attributes to it because you you're slower, you're not moving as freely as you would like to, and so it's just like it makes control an issue, and when you don't have control of the character like you want, then it's not fun
0: That's a good point like when you know since I'm making a game right now, like one of the things I say is is give the user like complete control over the character, and like when they don't have control, then it's usually not fun, even in like little ways like uh I would say like in ice levels and stuff, you know when the user starts slipping around that's kind of like Mm-hmm. in general not fun for the for the user so oh yeah i mean it adds like another game mechanic for like some areas but like you know use it use it with with uh oh, no. at
1: at i don't know i forgot what else i forgot the word <laughs> use it with I, uh I, I, grain of salt. Wow. I, I, I probably should I'm have like waited until next week
3: to ask my question <laughs> i feel like <laughs> at least i feel like though if you ask anybody anybody <laughs> would rather play a, like a frozen level than a frost level, like a like a whole water oh level. a water for level. sure like
2: yeah. At least, at least with ice levels, the the puzzles are more fun. I think because you always, it's always the same puzzle, right? You have to try and slide, and you have to like figure out the proper pathway so that way you can get out of it. Oh, I think or I think we're knock talking items about down.
0: I think we're talking about different ice levels, though. Like the Pokemon ice levels, where you have to like basically move and then it slides you all the way across. I think those ice levels right. are fun, but I'm thinking of like um, yeah. Mario uh, Super Mario sixty four yeah that ice yeah, kind of that kind of yeah, ice level yeah. it's fun as like a little gimmick but like it just sucks like not being able to control your character
2: well, you then, know? oh yeah oh because you're like you're like hovering yeah well i mean it's it's weird because when you talk about different environments right so like when when you're on ground you have the most control and i think when you take it in underwater or in the air or into extreme environments you're like taking the control away so you can make it more difficult i think people like air out of the the if we're talking about water fire and ice and air like people probably have more fun in the air just because uh, people enjoy flying well i think i think it kind of goes back to
0: fly than swim i think it goes back to them feeling uh like they have more freedom when they're in the air Right like, right like flying like that this may be a hot take but i actually enjoy the water levels in like the 2d mario games it might be a hot take but it, it's it
2: feel the gameplay feels like they're similar it's like flappy bird which is like
0: fun so like i'm like i'm like that's kind of
2: cool <laughs> <laughs> uh the, the water levels in the mario games aren't that bad my worst water levels is the the donkey kong country with all the little spiky fish so you have to like get through the maze without <laughs> hitting one of the things and and killing yourself and then Orcane of time where you have to there's like three levels and you have to use your weight and shift around and
3: so, so i think first of all like when you go and you talk about donkey kong after getting a super nintendo like uh, mini or whatever and going back and realizing that game is a lot harder than i remember when i was a child <laughs> That game That's all those games oh, back like then, yeah. it was it was they were all hard. I remember playing it. I was yeah. like, how did we play this game when there was no save data?
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> these are, these are our, these, that's what
2: we back when we were in our prime, huh?
3: I go back We dude. were better. We were all just better as kids.
1: Yeah. I, I, well, we also had nothing else to do. No, no but responsibilities. Even then, I, we
2: never beat Donkey Kong Country as kids, Justin. We only made it. I think we made it past the, the level with the minecarts. And then you go to the trees, which I think is the third or the fourth
3: level. And we never made it past the trees. That's about how far I, I made it know? recently when I started playing it. Because I got... <laughs> no, dude, like, <laughs> I would get to the level right before the save point, And then I would die. And I'm like, okay, fuck this game. <laughs> and then I would just, like, rage quit. Because, you know, we're spoiled with save data now. You know what
4: I
2: mean? Save points and suspend points
3: and...
4: But yeah, but yeah, I say, doesn't the mini have like that? You're not really enjoying the
3: experience. Oh god, (laughs) you're (laughs) one of of those people. You go
4: back to like
2: Elden Ring, and like they had to do that, right? Because like if you take the Dark Souls formula and you just put it in pure and then make an open world the amounts of run back time you would have to do every time you died would be ridiculous so it made sense in that instant to add a ton of save spots right because otherwise you get to your boss you die and then you're running back for an hour and if you run into something in between then and you die then you have to run back and so it's It's good that it can still be difficult, but be more forgiving because, I mean, if I got to grind a boss, I'd rather just grind the boss and not have to grind the boss and all the enemies leading up to the boss every single time I die. I
0: mean, going back to the water level in in Forbidden West, I know, I remember, I, I think I know exactly where you are, Max, and when I was doing it, I felt like it was just like too big, like the area is just like too big for mm-hmm. for you to be swimming around and i just remember feeling like i was in space i was like
1: "Well, so so we can be on the same page without spoilers <laughs> is it indoors or outdoors that you're talking about
0: uh indoors with, okay. the, a- with the asterisk okay okay
1: yeah well because I mean, there's stuff you can do when you're running around outside you can go in the water mm-hmm. and swim down and stuff mm-hmm. but the the story part that i was in involved something inside a building but the question is did it look pretty oh that game is beautiful like <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's yeah. like a a redundant thing to say now like everything just looks good all the time now usually
2: wow that's not true pokemon arceus,
1: arceus looks terrible. is, is uh-huh. rough it's rough
2: <laughs> but what? it looks fun that game's and- so fun I know it's fun, but man, it's like oof. Like you, you you have to take it in the context that Pokemon is the number one selling so I say, should I say
1: Sony PlayStation game? Biggest for is that better?
2: No, there's another game really too. But Nintendo has, yeah. yeah, it's I mean it's relative, but Pokemon, uh Game Freak is uh they've been developing on handhelds so they're behind the curve as far as working in digital space or three D space like that, but Or should I say Um, next-gen consoles? I mean, I I don't know. The Switch, is it counted as last-gen or next-gen? Because I think the Wii U, Mm, being so short... I'll I'll let them answer that one. (laughs) I think the Switch is technically... uh, It's like 0.5?
4: I don't know.
3: I actually have seen RCS on a normal Switch and an OLED Switch, and I don't know if it's just the Switch, the OLED Switch, but it does look a lot better. Like, it just... I mean, it oh, is, yeah, it does actually look pretty. So I'm just like, maybe it's just the Switch. Because after playing it on mine, and then i seen that one, and I'm like, well, I don't want this anymore. I feel like you just need to just get an OLED TV. I just feel like, and then boom, it's like the Toy Story when he's like, he <laughs> drops Woody. I don't want to play with this anymore. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say that
0: like a game looks bad, but um, I think what it kind of looked like offensive to me when I was like watching gameplay for that for that game. Is that um, it looked like the Pokemon actually looked decent, right? It's just like the environment looks like really bad, and it's it's almost yeah, like it's, yeah. it's like it's a mismatch, you know, and it 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 makes it makes the environment look worse. Like uh, seeing it in contrast to the to like the Pokemon and like some of the other models that you see around, and I think that's why it looked like offensive to me. Like oh. how, how bad it looked.
2: <laughs> I I think the the animations are kind of canned too. Like they're not very good. But it's 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 hard because like I was saying, like Pokemon is the number one franchise in the world. that most grossing out of anything, and they don't spend that money wisely. They they need to get more people, more help. But at least I can say I don't know if any of you guys seen they're working on the new Pokemon um, games. Yeah, Pokemon <laughs> Violet and Pokemon um, Scarlet. Like it looks a lot better like visually than Arceus. So I think this is like the first Pokemon game in a while that I'm like kind of excited for because I didn't play sword and shield and I didn't get diamond and burl because I have it on my DS and they didn't really add anything to it. And I didn't get ultra sun and moon. So it's probably been a good like six or seven years proper since I played an actual like pokemon game but i like the starters visually it looks a lot better and um it looks like i thought i thought when i seen it i was like oh it kind of looks like italy but um people from your actual europe they're like no this is uh this is spain and portugal this is this is (laughs) okay (laughs) what a weird yeah what a weird conversation uh, what a weird day i can't because it's like they're trying to figure out okay where this where this is at. So you know how when there's only like two minutes of trailer every <laughs> every YouTuber has got to examine every frame. But I guess one of the the dudes at Nintendo Life he's like saying that some of the structures in that they've shown clips matches like actual like churches and stuff in Spain. And uh, there's, like, a a little steel frame where the, the character's walking through the bedroom and you can see, like, the map on the wall. Like, every Pokemon game has, like, a map of the region. And it loosely, like, if you look at it side by side with our world map, it's almost identical to the Portugal and Spain, like... Peninsula. Plus, the names of the starters are pretty Latin-esque, except for Quaxley, which is yeah, it's just fun to say. I saw the I saw the (laughs) Quaxley this morning too. Yeah,
3: it's it's funny that you kind of say that because the dude that I have, like I said, there's some people that I raid with that are they live in like. Latin America or whatever, and they're, they were talking about the new Pokemon. And he's like, "Well, some of those Pokemons are just what was the the fire one? It was like something apple, right?"
2: cocoa. Yeah, and he's like, "It's a it's a ghost pepper." Yeah, it looks. There, people are saying that it might be fire ghost type because he looks like a pepper,
3: and then that's what
2: he, like he his his hair is the stem, and <laughs> he has like a little white thing that might be a skull, so he might evolve into like a ghost fire, like and he looks like a ghost pepper. And then Spregadito is a the I guess means like part of it means small cat in
3: spanish yeah and that's that's what i was gonna say is like that's what they were saying is so they're thinking that it was actually kind of like spain or whatever as well
2: yeah but it looks good i like the star i like all three starters like i usually get grass but i want to go out i'm I'm really digging
3: i'm really digging it this time kind of want to go back to the
2: and hopefully i'll have more time at the end of the year hopefully
3: Fingers crossed. To, can you work kind of talking about RCS and how, like, they looked like they spent more time on the Pokemon and um, than like the, the the zone, right? George, you played you played mm-hmm. Lost Ark, right? Yeah. Did you notice that, like, they spent? It looks like they spent most of the models on your character, and the NPCs in that game look horrendous.
0: <laughs> I, I, I remember somebody mentioned that, and I'm like, ah, I,
3: didn't I remember see that, like, yeah. I remember playing like the first like couple hours, and I'm like, man, my character looks really good, and then I walked into an NPC, and I was like, oh man, what the hell, like. Yeah,
0: I can kind of see that though because um, in that game, I feel like nothing. There wasn't much in that game that made you stick around for anything. Like I, I think you move so fast through that game, right? Like like even the zones, like like you would spend like twenty minutes in a zone, and then I haven't returned to like a, a lot of them at all. So I don't know. That's how I felt. I about mean, it. well, the map yeah. in
3: that game is ginormous. Like I yeah, mean, but
0: it's like all it's like all instanced out though, right? So it's like the, I don't know. I don't know how many people fit in like a, in an instance. Um, I think it's a clever way to develop the game, but it's just like you don't return to like a lot of them. You kind of just like blaze by a lot of the instances that they have.
3: Yeah, because I remember I got the boat. Like, I don't know how far if you actually like hit, hit max level or whatever. Like you get a boat, right? And then you go to this place and it's like this island and there's like two quests and then you never have to come back.
0: Yeah, a lot of the places felt I mean, that might be an exaggeration. But yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot of the places felt like that. You just go there and move past it. So I can see why you don't spend as much time developing um, the graphics for like those areas or like certain NPCs. In RCS, it seems like it's just like in your face all the time. How 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 weird the the terrain looks. But uh, we've been talking for a while now. I think it's time to end this. Uh, episode of the podcast so i'd like to thank everyone for listening in and joining um we'll see you all next time online when we discuss whether or not pokemon has surpassed temtem